Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. We are a Christian Protestant Internet Church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday and every Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America. And we meet on Sundays as Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States and whatever time it happens to be where you are. So we just want to praise the Lord for you all. We want to thank the Lord for you. We want to thank the Lord for this wonderful fast because many of you are experiencing miracles and breakthroughs and healings, and the Lord is true to his word. Amen? The Lord is true to his word. We just want to thank him for all that he's doing for us and in us and in our families and for others that we love and pray for. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Mm. Amen. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. So, I was... um, I was asking the Lord the other day about some of you. I won't mention any names because I don't want to embarrass anybody. And I began to pray for you and ask the Lord to help you where you are. Amen? To help you where you are. Right where you are in your situation with what you're dealing with, I asked him to come support you and to aid you and to help you with what your situation is. And I know that he heard me and that he's answering that prayer. So expect his help, expect his support, expect his aid, because he's here for all of us. Amen? He's here for all of us. We want to thank him uh, for the blessed homegoing of Terrence, and we want to thank him for the many birthdays that we have had thus far. Happy birthday to you all. And we want to thank him for his continued grace, his continued mercy, his comfort, his support, his uplifting, his undergirding, and all that he does for us in the background that we don't see or know about, his protection even. You know, when things become difficult and things are are hard, the enemy likes to take advantage of those times to attack. But you see, the Lord protects us from the advances of the enemy. He protects us. So we want to thank him. We don't want to take him for granted. We want to thank him for his fellowship with us, especially during these times. The Lord will speak grace to us. 
He'll release his love in very special ways. I remember a couple who lost a child, and it devastated them. But all night long, right outside their window, there was a little bird that just kept singing the whole night long. That bird sang and sang and sang until the sun came up the next day. Can you believe it? A little bird that sang through the entire night. You see, Jesus has many ways of touching us if we would but allow him to do so. Amen? If we would look for him in places where we normally don't look for him. You know, there was a a day not too long ago. I'd heard some of them squawking bad birds, but you know I bound them up and sent them away. And the next day I could hear the chirpers. They were chirping sweetly like birds are supposed to do. And I said, thank you, Lord. And I haven't heard any of those squawkers in some time now. So you see, his grace comes to us and his mercy comes to us sometimes very gently, like a butterfly sitting on your shoulder, you know? And if we are still and tuned to him, we won't miss those times. Those are some very special and very pleasant times, you know, just to sit with the Lord. I can remember times where there would be a bird close enough that I could examine the different colors on the feathers. And I really enjoyed those times because I was trying to figure out how on earth the Lord could get all of those different shades and variations and colors into those feathers for each single bird. I mean, seriously, that's really something to ponder. So I want to encourage you to let some of this stuff that goes on in the world pass on by sometimes. And sit still and quiet yourself. This is a beautiful time of year to do this. And to just take a deep breath and exhale and let the Lord touch you. Let him touch your heart. Let him grace your eyes. Let him speak or sing in your ears. It will turn out to be some of the most precious moments that you have with the Lord. Amen? Amen. You know... Everything isn't about praying all the time. Sometimes listening is better. And we need to listen to the Lord. Amen? He's always talking to us. He always has something wonderful to say and to bless us with. Amen? Amen. So, we're going to let go of some of those things that get on our nerves, aren't we? We're just going to let them go by in the breeze and just allow the Lord to minister to us. Amen? 
Life has a way of bringing all kinds of things that are not necessarily so pleasant. But if we will take the time to let those things go, let the Lord touch, we will find out that his touch is the touch that heals. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Because God is still in the blessing business. Amen? He blesses us with his love and his care and his nurture. And we all need it. Yes, we do. We need his touch. So I'm so glad that you came to join us and to hear what God wants to talk about. Because he's got something to say. Because most of us, he's indicated to us by now the area where he wants to heal us. And we're believing him for that healing. So tonight we're going to take another step. Amen? We're going to get one step closer to these healings that the Lord has promised that we all need. Amen? It's impossible to go through life and never need to be healed. That's just the way life is. Amen? That's the way life is. And since we are here and not already in heaven, we need to be healed on many points because we go through quite a bit in this life. Even children go through quite a bit. So we are all open to the Lord's mercy, to his grace, and to his healing virtue in our lives. Amen? Amen. It's the love of God that's being poured out into us by the Holy Spirit. Praise God. So, saints, we need to go before the Lord our God in prayer. I'm trying to see if there's an announcement I need to make. And I can't think of one right now, so I'm going to keep going. I hope that you are enjoying this fast. I am. I see some of the recipes that you all post, and they they seem to be mighty tasty. So I take it that you are you're getting every bit of juice out of this fast. Amen? Amen. And your tummy feels very good about it. Well, I'm glad. Praise the Lord. You see, fasting is not supposed to be um, something that you hate to do. That's not the idea. The idea is for us to draw close to the Lord. The idea is for us to pull away from the world. The idea is to hear from heaven. The idea is to change our normal pattern of living do something different, and open ourselves up to the Lord. Humble ourselves. There's blessings to be received through humility. Amen? Amen. And I do believe that some of us that had some uh, weight from uh, being uh, cloistered in our homes during COVID, we're losing some of that. 
And we're not even trying to lose it. It's just leaving by the grace of God, for which I am thankful, and I hope that you are too. Amen? Amen. Amen. See, the Lord is looking out for us. He knows what we need, even when we don't. And I love him for that. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come before you, Lord, submitting ourselves to your Lordship, thankful for all that you have done for us, Lord, being very mindful of what you endured here on earth for our sake. You were hated and despised and rejected for our sake. All of the retributions that came to you, all the persecutions that came to you, all of the the pure bad treatment and hostilities that you were received were for us because you had done no sin. The attacks of the enemy, even using the religious leaders, were for our sake. And, Lord, we want you to know that we don't take for granted what you did. As we've been reading Isaiah 53 every day, we see more clearly what you went through. You endured temptations just like we do, but without sin. So, Lord, when we look at our trials and our temptations and our persecutions, And what men attempt to do against us, it does not compare to what you endured. But we want to thank you for enduring for our sakes. We want to thank you that on the cross, you said it is finished. And it was finished for our sake. We want to thank you, Heavenly Father, for sending Jesus Christ into the earth to teach us how to have a proper relationship with you, how to love you, how to worship you, how to serve you, how to honor you. And we do so. We want to thank you for Jesus coming into the world to be the atoning sacrifice for us, to be what it took for us to have our relationship restored, for us to partake of the blessings of the Lord, for us to partake of the divine nature. We want to thank you for that. We want to thank you that Jesus opened up the doorway, opened up the floodgate for healing, and we've come to receive your healing. But more than that, we've come to fellowship with you. We thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the armor of God, for the word of God, for the wall of fire with your glory in the midst. We thank you for your very presence when we come together. We thank you for pulling us all around the world together as one in the body of Christ. We thank you for your warring, linking angels, your praising angels, your ministering spirits. We thank you for your wisdom and your grace. 
And we give you praise, Lord, because you have never left us, neither have you ever forsaken us. Even when our mothers and fathers forsake us, Lord, you take us up yourself. You provide the ministry of parenthood to us. So we thank you, Father. We honor you, and we bless the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. We bless the name of Jesus Christ. We repent, Father, of all of our sins of rebellion, self-will, and anger, and selfishness, and stubbornness, and being judgmental and unteachable walking in pride, trying to control everything, possessiveness, roots of bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness, retaliation, and forever bringing up what was wrong over and over and over again. We repent of every evil surmising and calculated evil that we have meditated on. We ask you, Lord, to deliver us from ourselves because many times we are our own worst enemy. So we thank you, Lord, that you will have mercy upon us because you know that we are but dust, and you will help us to live the life that Jesus Christ demonstrated to us when he was here on the earth. Yes, we have become weakened sometimes, Lord, but you have made us strong. We want to thank you for that. We want to thank you for your for giving us the ability to praise you, the ability to worship you, the ability to honor you, and the grace for obedience, Father. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. And Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, all demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, demonic assignments, satanic agendas against the righteous. I want to thank you, Lord. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. And we bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his power in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons electronic and digital demons, technology demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, 
every attack from any demon, all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, Kundalini and their attacks, water and marine spirits and their attacks, Jezebel spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, all passive devils and sorcery devils and their attacks, probation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, all seducing, womanizing drones, whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the strangers and the charmers and the seducers and their attacks, and all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks. We return the attacks from which they came in Jesus' name. We bind all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequencies, the work of every druid, 5G and its components, EMF attacks, everything coming off the cell towers and the satellites against the people in Jesus' name. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, and mind controlled by the occult. We bind these attacks in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the attacks of the high days in the name of Jesus. We bind the attacks during Ramadan in the name of Jesus. We bind the attacks coming from every place, every place, be it in the earth, beneath the earth, in whatever sphere. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We bind all mystic rituals and their intent. And we overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean magic, Hindu, Indian, African, Australian, European, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, ancient, native groups, indigenous groups, North American, South American, Australian, and any other group, all Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic, we bind you all. In the name of Jesus, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Morgellons attacks and return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in the American culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting, the gods of the people of the land and the gods of the grove, and every spirit that exalts science, demonic knowledge, human reasoning, 
and logic against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind the transference of evil spirits and mammon and his agents, and we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose those attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of the generation of fools and the spirit of the fool and the anger of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. We want to thank you, Father. We bind all vampire spirits and their wicked works, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, Mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. Spirits and the works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience. False religions, numerology, horoscopes, make-believe, fantasy, la-la land, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, Chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride, his kingdom, and his agents in the name of Jesus Christ. We denounce him in the name of Jesus. We bind all demonic human, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Moloch, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their affliction to the worker of witchcraft, and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite in Jesus' name. We bind the work of the Demolay and all associated groups in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin, We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft 
back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief and accord with Calvary, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. And we thank you, Father, for that. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. We serve you, Lord, and we obey you. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Father, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially persecuted Christians around the world, in Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we disconnect ourselves from all the spirits that attempted to follow us or cling to us from wherever we have been since Sunday in Jesus' holy name. We cover ourselves, our property, our vehicles, and the road in which we travel with the blood of Jesus Christ. We even cover, Lord, the vehicles that are around us in our immediate era in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority and dominion and power over lawlessness on the roadways in the name of Jesus Christ, darting in and out. Not using the proper signaling Providing a dangerous and unsafe environment for other drivers In Jesus' name We bind the interference of the cell phone And the computer In the process of driving in the name of Jesus Christ We thank you, Father, for helping people to understand that driving requires their full attention in Jesus' holy name. Many lives and many injuries have taken place because someone was looking at a computer or someone was reading uh, what's on their cell phone or whatever the case may be, even people reading the newspaper while driving down the interstate. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask you to release your angels, Lord, and arrest lawlessness on the roadways all over the world in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We ask, Father, for an adjudication on such. In the name of Jesus, we appeal to the righteous judge, the Lord of hosts, in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, for safer roadways, for everyone, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We bind road rage. We bind impatience. We bind foolishness. We bind pride and arrogance in the name of Jesus. We pull out all the fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, and anything else being sent to us from the demonic realm in Jesus' name. And we cut ourselves free from ungodly silver cords, ley lines, garlands, soul ties, attachments, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, and any form of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, nanotechnology, globalists, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and such in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, fetishes, psychic prayers, and thoughts, witchcraft, voodoo, magic, sorcery, charms. Destruction, torment, pain, sickness, psychic warfare, psychic powers being sent. Incense and candle burnings, chantings, root works, hoodoo, tribal rituals and sins being worked against saints and deliverance ministries in Jesus' name. And we thank you for the blood of Jesus covering us, Father. We bind spiritual blindness in the name of Jesus. We bind spirits of bondage, heaviness, fear, and hate. And we release the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord over every saint. And the saint said, Amen. The saint said, Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord God Almighty. Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we declare by the word of God from Isaiah 53 and 5 that we are healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ and that Jesus Christ carried all of our sicknesses and infirmities. We take authority, dominion, and power over every spirit of infirmity that would attack our bodies in Jesus' name. We break the power and bind all spirits of cancer, that would attempt to establish itself in our bodies, in our lungs, bones, breasts, throat, back, spine, liver, kidneys, pancreas, skin, or stomach in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every attack of the enemy in the name of Jesus. We bind and chain with eternal chains of darkness all spirits causing diabetes, high blood pressure, low blood pressure, heart attack, stroke, kidney failure, leukemia, blood diseases, breathing problems, 
arthritis, lupus, Alzheimer's, or insomnia in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your grip and hold in our lives in the name of Jesus. We release in the name of Jesus healing and strength to all of our bones, all of our muscles, all of our joints and organs, to our head, to our eyes, our throats, our glands, our blood, our marrow, lungs, kidneys, spleen, spine, liver, pancreas, eyes, bladder, ears, nose, sinuses, mouth, tongue, and feet in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for health, divine health and healing in every joint and every socket, every hinge, in our bodies in the name of Jesus. We take authority from over in the name of Jesus, and we bind and loose ourselves from every attack on our heart and our circulation that's rooted in fear. And we bind those spirits and tell the spirits of fear that they must leave us now in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every spirit of their uncertainty in the name of Jesus. We loose ourselves from generational Diabetes that might be rooted in any sin, but in particular, rejection in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over the outworkings of rejection, especially coming down the family line. A wounded spirit who can bear. Riki burrasha. Ika mama mama beruga. Didi didi oso. Tada brisha. Tada brika. Didi didi oso ta. Rika tada brusha. Lady oso. Didi brisha. De rakapaba. All cramping is bound in Jesus' name. Ababa kusha. Ruko toro brisha. Tada brika si. Lady oso toro brika. Alady oso ta. Ruko ta. We loose ourselves from self hatred from any source in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind self hatred and all of its manifestations in the name of Jesus Christ, and we command it to loose us. We loose ourselves from it. Evil inheritances, we bind in the name of Jesus. We command it to come up and out in the name of Jesus. All guilt, we command it to leave us now in the name of Jesus Christ. Deep breath and cough, everybody. Deep breath and cough. And all of the spirits that work with it, we bind in our lives. And loose ourselves from every type, order, and rank of cancer and its precursors in the name of Jesus Christ. Even that that is rooted in bitterness and unforgiveness and resentment and slander of the tongue. We command all of these spirits to be bound in Jesus' name and to come out of our bodies right now in Jesus' name. Your attack is over. We send your attack back on your own head in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out of God's people. You have no right to be there. We bind ourselves, we loose ourselves rather, and bind every spirit of lupus in the name of Jesus Christ. We command it to leave in Jesus' holy name. All lupus be bound in Jesus' name. All self-hatred to be bound in Jesus' name. And we command these spirits to come out of us. You have no business in us. Words that came into us that became wounds, we bind those words and we encapsulate them in the blood of Jesus Christ. We command those words and those wounds to come out now 
in the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath and cough in Jesus' holy name. Saints, repeat after me. In the name of Jesus Christ, I love myself. And call yourself by your name. I love myself. And I love others as I love myself, according to the holy word of God, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all multiple sclerosis, all rejection from the father, rejection from the mother. We bind these spirits in the name of Jesus, and we command them to come up and out. We up, we uproot you. We unroot you. We unroot you. Every planting that our Heavenly Father did not plant, we command it to come out of you. Now, in the name of Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over demonic sexual spirits that are transferred to us through our parentage. In Jesus' name, come up and out of God's people. You're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out of God's people in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people. You have no right to be there. We are healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus has paid for our healings, and we possess it in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over every rank, order, and type of rosacea, ringworm, alopecia, and all hair loss in Jesus' name. We loose from ourselves family spirits of rheumatoid arthritis, self-hatred, low self-esteem. We bind these demons, and we command them to come out of us in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind high cholesterol at its root in Jesus' name. We bind spirits rooted in anger and hostility, especially those coming down the family lines. We command them to come up and out of us now in the name of Jesus Christ. We loose ourselves from all sinus problems and also all spirits that are related to fear and anxiety and stress. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out. Come up and out in the name of Jesus Christ. You have no right to be there. We take authority, dominion, and power over all high blood pressure and all circulatory uh, issues having to do with our blood vessels, our veins, our arteries, and our capillaries. In Jesus' name, we bind those spirits and we command them to come out in the name of Jesus Christ. We command them to come out in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over every spirit of asthma and other breathing problems in Jesus' name. Come up and out. If we were ever overshadowed and smothered in this life through any relationship, we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over weak immune systems in Jesus' name, brokenheartedness, a broken spirit, and wounded emotions. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We command you to come up and out in the name of Jesus Christ and return no more in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over the precursors and all strokes and the weaknesses that allow for them in the name of Jesus. We bind self-bitterness, all self-hatred, 
and we command all of these spirits to come out in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over every crawling sensation in the body, all nerve pain in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people. We take authority, dominion, and power over all bone diseases. We take authority, dominion, and power over all envy, all jealousy, and all covetousness in the name of Jesus Christ. We command these spirits to come out now in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over fear, guilt, self-rejection, self-hatred, unforgiveness, bitterness, sin, pride, rebellion that have opened the door to any sickness or any infirmity. We renounce and denounce these sins in the name of Jesus Christ. We repent. And we, and we call for and receive our healing in Jesus' holy name. All spirits of infirmity that came in through pride, we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. We command you to leave now in the name of Jesus Christ. Any spirit of infirmity that came in through, to our lives through witchcraft, we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. And we command it to leave us now in Jesus' holy name. Any dart, any voodoo pen, especially in our private, we command it to come up and out now in Jesus' holy name. Leave us. We thank you, Father, for giving us a sound heart. We thank you for removing from our hearts all wickedness, all evil, and all injustice in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority, dominion, and power over the sources of pain in our bodies. In the name of Jesus Christ, we command it to come out. We command it to come out in the name of Jesus Christ. All pain in our bodies, we command it to come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We command the disease, evil diseases that have been cling to our bodies to leave. We bind Belial and command him and all of his wickedness to leave us in Jesus' name. All curses and sicknesses and diseases and hereditary spirits of sickness, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of us. Come out now in the name of Jesus Christ. You cannot stay. We take authority, dominion, and power over all premature death and the curse it brings. Hey, Every disorder in the privates is bound in Jesus' holy name. Every demon spirit, whether inherited or transferred, we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out, come up and out, come up and out. We take authority, dominion, and power over everything in our digestive tract. Come up and out of God's people. Come up and out in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask you, Lord, to heal our arteries and our blood vessels for them to be open and for our circulatory system to function properly in the name of Jesus Christ. We lift up our skin to you, Father, and we ask, Father, that it become, that our flesh be fresher than a child and that it return to the way it was in the days of our, our, our youth in Jesus' name. 
for we will live and not die, and we will proclaim the name of the Lord. We thank you, Father, for our youth being renewed like the eagles. We thank you, Lord, that you heal all of our diseases. We thank you that you are the health of our countenance for your healing virtue touching our lives, the fire of God burning out every sickness or disease, and no sickness or plague coming nigh our dwelling. We speak to every organ in our body, and we command it to function according to the way and uh, that it was designed by the Lord, and that the Lord is the strength of our life. We receive our strength from the Lord. We speak to every germ, and any foreign matter that has been placed in our bodies, especially by the globalists. You are bound in the name of Jesus Christ, and you can leave in Jesus' holy name right now. We thank you, Lord, for quenching all the fiery darts of the enemy. We are redeemed from every sickness, every disease, every plague, and we thank you, Lord, that we've been loosed from every infirmity. And our wholeness comes from Jesus Christ. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we thank you, Father, in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise, Lord. We thank you for the blood. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We praise you for the blood. We praise you for the blood. Your precious, holy, sinless blood, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. And we thank you for your mercy, Father, in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Our featured psalm for this worship service is Psalm 46. And our verse for meditation comes from Proverbs chapter 8, verse 14. And on the fast, we are reading and meditating upon Isaiah 53 every day. Our featured ebook is Double Minded Man, Spiritually Unstable. And being double-minded can be an open door because the Bible says, let that man not expect to receive anything of the Lord. So I would suggest that if the Lord is prompting you, and even if he is not, you need to read this book because being double-minded is an open door for the enemy to attack. Amen. We are to be single-minded in Christ in Jesus' name. So we want to thank you, Father, for all of these healings that you've released. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for releasing your healing virtue to your people. We thank you for all the deliverances that we received tonight, and we give you praise for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Our guest call-in number is area code 319-527-6235, area code 319 319- Five two seven six two three five and press one. Amen. Tonight we're going to talk about healing by obedience. Healing 
by obedience. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Healing by obedience. You know, saints, many times in the process of being healed and receiving our healing, the Lord will give us instruction. But if we don't obey those instructions, we might not receive our healing. Amen? Amen. So we're going to talk about this a little tonight. And perhaps you will hear what the Lord is saying to you. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, the Lord our God, our healer, heals, promises to do so. He is the faithful God, and he keeps his word to his covenant people. He keeps his word to his covenant people. Those of us who have received his son, Jesus Christ, as our Lord and Savior, have a covenant promise to be healed. We have a promise straight from the throne of God to be healed and that the Lord is in charge of our healing. He is the one who is ordering our healing. It is our responsibility to believe, to ask, to seek, to knock, and to receive by faith. Obeying God is fundamental to faith. It's fundamental. Abraham, who is known as the father of the faithful, in Romans it speaks of him saying that he might be the father of all them that believe. That's critical. We must believe God and we must believe his promises. We must believe that God's not a liar and that he will do what he says he will do. But who also walk in the steps of faith of our father Abraham. There are steps in the walk of faith. Some people mistakenly think that that healing is just supposed to fly in through the wind, land on them, and then that's it. They don't have to do anything but just say, I need to be healed. Well, that's not quite the truth. There's a little more to it than that. Obedience is required to be in faith and to remain in faith. Obedience is required to be in faith and to remain in faith, for it is through faith and patience that we receive the promises. And healing is no different. You know, situations occur. Hearts are broken. You have to actually believe that the Lord is going to heal your broken heart. You can't just sit there and sob. That's right. You're a Christian. You have to walk and live by faith. You can't just sit there for decades and years and months and days and weeks 
of your life crying over spilled milk. It doesn't produce anything that can be used in the kingdom of God. At some point, you're going to have to let go of it. You can't just keep sitting there nursing it. You have to let go. And you have to begin to pick up the promises of God and believe them and apply them to your situation. You can't just sit there letting your heart bleed forever. You got to put a tourniquet on that thing at some point. Amen? Because if you don't, you have opened the door to the enemy to torment you continually. And he will take advantage of it, and he will do just that. Yes, you were hurt. Forgive. Yes, it was cruel. Forgive. Yes, you were so disappointed, you don't have words to describe it. Forgive. And keep forgiving, and keep forgiving, and keep forgiving, and keep forgiving. Every time you think about it, forgive again. Just on doing it. And eventually you will walk out of that. It won't keep popping up in your mind every time you turn around. Amen? Keep pleading the blood of Jesus over your mind and your heart. That's right. You have not necessarily had to resist sin by the shedding of blood. Amen? But Jesus did, and he did it for us. The chastisement of our peace, the peace that we need to survive, was upon him. And by his strife, we are healed. It does not matter how long ago it happened and who did what and who said what and how awful it really was. We can't sit there and harbor it or it will take life out of us. That's right. It begins to work corruption in us. Just as a metal is corrupted and corroded, it will begin to work corruption in our lives. It will begin to destroy and to kill vitality in our lives. So you can't hold on to those things. You must let them go. They belong under the blood of Jesus. That's where they should stay. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It is the truth. It is through faith and patience that we receive the promises. Now I'm going to tell you something. In married relationships, the faster you forgive, the better. That's right. In marriage relationships, the faster you forgive, the better sitting there trying to figure out why somebody said something or why somebody did something or why somebody looks at something a particular way isn't right. All you do is you sit up and mull over it over and over and over and over. You keep nursing it 
and you keep replaying it. And if you continue to do that, you will develop hostility, resentment, animosities, and bitternesses that you would not have otherwise. You will be backslidden. Amen? However, Jesus Christ died on Calvary so that you can be free from the bondage of sin. You can choose to walk in righteousness. You can choose to walk in love. Praise the Lord. So tonight we're going to study two examples of persons who obeyed God's servant and were healed. They obeyed. They chose to obey. And they received healing. There remain persons who don't want anyone to tell them anything. The scriptures refer to those persons as fools. Let us not be foolish, but wise, instead giving glory to God, giving glory to God. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, impossible to please him. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I didn't say that diligently seek for their healing. I said that diligently seek the Lord himself. Amen? Our first example is found in 2 Kings. 2 Kings in the Old Testament, chapter 4. Second Kings chapter 4, and I'm going to begin with verse 1. Verse 1. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? 
And she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow the vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy son, and shall pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and her son, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil gave. Then she came and told the man of God. And he said, Go sell the oil and pay thy debt and live thou and thy children of the rest. Amen. This was a woman of God. Amen. This was a woman of God. And she had been married to a prophet, and they had two sons. The prophet was a man of God, and he was involved in the ministry of Elisha. Since the passing of her husband, the bills had begun to pile up, and she was left penniless. Now, the scriptures don't indicate that her husband, the deceased prophet, had done anything uh, faithless with the money or mismanaged the money. It was just the condition of the time. And so the finances were in default. Creditor was determined to take action by indentured slavery of her son. The Mosaic Law gave the right to claim the person and the children of the debtor who could not pay, that they might serve the creditor until the year of Jubilee, at which time they became free again. Elisha at that time was the overseer of the school of the prophet, so she appealed to him. God released his counsel to his prophet, who in turn instructed the widow and the way in which she should go. And when she obeyed the word of the Lord through the prophet of God, her finances were healed, and her family remained intact. Her finances were healed, and her family remained intact. Yes, God will heal your finances. That's right. 
God will heal your finances. So as we can see, she resorted to the man of God who gave her the word of the Lord for her with specific instruction. And as you can see in the passage, she obeyed them to the letter. She didn't ask all of these uh, fruitless questions about, well, um, how is that going to work? I mean, I only have so much oil. What are all these pots for? She didn't she didn't scorn. She didn't doubt. She didn't walk in unbelief. She wasn't in fear. She operated in faith and in obedience. And having done so, she received the promise of God supplying her need. Not only was her need met, but her family was kept intact. So now saying It wasn't so much the issue that she had to deal with. It was how she responded to the crisis. Her response was to go to the man of God. Her response was to look to the Lord. And whatever instruction she received, it was her determination to fully obey. Amen? To fully obey. You know, there are some people, when given instructions, they have a tendency to disbelieve and then to run around to five more places trying to see what somebody else is going to say. And they never fully obey the instructions that they were given. That's not how you receive a miracle or a healing from the Lord. As Mary told us in the scriptures, whatever he says to do, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Amen? At the wedding of Cana of Galilee, they ran out of wine. They did. And Mary approached Jesus, and Jesus was telling his mother, it's not time for me to start doing things in the public. It's not time. It's not my time. And she just looked at him and continued on. And so he gave specific instructions to the servants there, and they obeyed. And when they did, the lack of wine was taken care of. In fact, that wine was better than the wine they had had previously. So you see, saints, it is fundamental and a requirement when believing the Lord for a miracle or a healing or any such thing to obey him. Amen? To obey him. Praise the Lord. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, 
The Lord knoweth them that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Amen? God knows his people. And it doesn't matter how uh, obscure you might think that you are, God thinks you're significant. You're important to him. And what touches your life is important to him. If the hairs of your head are important to him, certainly everything else about you is important to him. Amen? Amen. Our needs are known by the good shepherd, and he is much involved in the lives of his sheepfold. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Amen? Amen. So everyone who's believing God for a financial healing, well, continue to believe and obey whatever the Lord says to do. Our next example of the of healing of the Lord by obedience is found in 2 Kings chapter 5. 2 Kings chapter 5. And we're beginning with verse 1. 2 Kings chapter 5 beginning with verse 1. Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and honorable because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor, but He was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid. And she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said unto her mistress, Would God, my Lord, were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. And one went in and told his Lord, saying, Thus and thus said the maid that is of the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go to, go, and I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. And he departed and took with him ten talents of silver and six thousand pieces of gold and ten changes of raiment. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, saying, Now when this letter is come unto thee, behold, I have therewith sent Naaman, my servant, to thee, that thou mayest recover him of his leprosy to pass when the king of Israel had read the letter that he rent his clothes and said, am I God to kill and to make alive 
that this man doth send unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? Therefore consider, I pray you, and see how he seeketh a quarrel against me. And so it was. When Elisha, the man of God, had heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes, that he sent to the king, saying, Wherefore hast thou rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was wroth, and went away, and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God, and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. Are not Abana and Farfar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldest thou not have done it? How much rather then when he saith to thee, wash and be clean. Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again, like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. Amen. God's divine healing was manifested through Elisha in healing Naaman of his leprosy. Naaman was a high-ranking military officer in Syria. He was the captain of the host of the king of Syria. From the natural point of view, there was no cure for Naaman's disease, nor was there hope for recovery. He was facing a life of pain, a slow, agonizing death with humiliation. You see, lepers were eventually sent off into a leper's colony, and they were not allowed uh, around the regular populace. They were put away in places by themselves. They were not allowed with the regular people. But as with the wisdom of the prophet from our first example, faith in our God could be found in his household. So with our first example with the widow, they were a family of faith. They believed in God. Well, Naaman was not a believer. He was a pagan, but faith was found in his household. A little Israelite maid had faith. Not only did she have faith, but she had courage and boldness 
because she spoke out to her mistress and told her of the power of God through the servant and prophet Elisha that Naaman might be healed. You see, it's a wonderful thing to have faith, but it's sometimes you need to open your mouth and tell others. You need to speak out the faith that is in you. The Israelite maid was aware of Naaman's disease, but she also had faith in the power of God. She had faith in the power of God. Saints, we need to break through the doubt and the unbelief that has overtaken most of the church, much of the church, and our culture, and begin to release our faith to see fresh manifestations of God's divine healing power flowing in our midst. I'll say that again. We need, as the body of Christ, we need, as the remnant, we need, as Miracle Internet Church and Miracle Outreach Ministries, to seek God for breakthrough. Breakthrough through our own doubt and unbelief because it's so pervasive in our culture that it begins to take over the church members. And we need to begin to believe God to release our faith to see fresh manifestations of God's healing power and miracle-working power flowing in our midst wherever we are. Amen? We, along with all who have a need, should be believing and expecting God's divine healing power to be released as the Spirit of God moves in our services and beyond. We, along with all who have a need, should be believing and expecting God's divine healing power to be released as the Spirit of God moves in our services and beyond. We are at fault for denying the healing power of God that was released when Jesus said, It is finished. For it is by his stripes that we have been healed. You know, there are some Christians who do not even believe in divine healing. I know some of you didn't know that, but it is so. Amen? So we need to believe all the more. God has not changed. It's just that his people lack scriptural faith. God hasn't changed. His people have. His people have. We need a fresh outpouring of God's spirit upon pastors and ministers until the resurrection healing power of God is flowing through them as it was through Elisha. Amen. We may all add that to our prayer list, the things we pray about. As Naaman acted upon 
the word of the Lord spoken by Elisha, he was healed. He was healed. But first, he had to learn a lesson, a God lesson. And that's where some of us are caught up now. We need to learn some God lessons. Naaman had predetermined in his own mind and heart how the prophet would heal him. He decided how it was going to go. You see, saints, just like many of you, he had the prophet of God and God in a pigeonhole. In his mind, there was a certain way that this healing could take place. Many of us still do not understand that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. He is Lord over how you get healed, too. If you have boxed that in as to when and how your healing should come, I offer to you repentance. Do repent of your pride and presumption. As the situation unfolded, Naaman had the opportunity to be offended. He became offended because his presumption set him up to become offended. His presumption set him up to become offended. Once offended, his pride and ego took center stage with anger. Is this you? Do you treat God this way? Is this how you behave? Naaman believed that he was too good, too important, too high-ranking to wash in the lowly waters of Jordan. But even his rage did not alter the instruction. Yes, he was stubborn and self-willed, but then there is the mercy of God which moved upon Naaman's servant who convinced his master to put away his offense, humble himself, follow the instructions of the prophet, and be healed. Is that you? Is that what you need to do too? You too can be healed by obeying the word of the Lord to you. If you harbor resentment, bitterness, animosity, offense, hostility, jealousy, envy, rage, hatred, and all their demon friends over any situation, you are in the same fix that Naaman was in. Will you listen to the word of God and put your Away your will you? Or will you hold on to your own self-righteousness and miss your healing opportunity? 
which will you do? Well, Naaman chose to put away his sin. Yes, Naaman did. Naaman was not a partaker of God's covenant. He was not one of God's covenant people. He was outside of the commonwealth of Israel. Yet due to his humility and obedience, he was healed. Amen? He was healed. Naaman had expected preferential treatment because of who he was. Not that Elijah would send a messenger to tell him to wash in the murky Jordan River. He was offended. Here he was as high-ranking somebody and such a much, and he expected things to go a certain way because of who he thought he was. One of the major reasons that people do not receive healing or other miracles from God because they have it all figured out. They know the when, the where, and the how they want God to heal them, their family member, or their issue. They've got it all figured out, all mapped out. They know just how they want it to happen. Well, God doesn't work that way, saints. And if you think he does, I'm here to explain to you that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. Amen? He is Lord of all. And when things do not happen, as they thought, they go away discouraged and disgruntled. They go out to try all the ways of the enemy, all these ways and avenues and roads to false healing. And still, there is no healing. You see, to receive healing, we must seek the healer himself, Jesus Christ our Lord, not our healing. We must seek the healer himself, not our healing. We must have our eyes fixed on Jesus, not upon someone else, or upon the circumstances. We must take God at his promise, set our eyes upon Jesus, and be willing for God to heal us any way that he chooses. Amen. How he chooses. Praise God. How about that? God gets to do the choosing, not us. He increases, we decrease. God may use a minister of the gospel to lay hands upon you and pray the prayer of faith. Or he may ask you to do something as a step of faith that may even sound foolish to the natural mind, just as he did for Naaman. 
God may not heal you instantly and may require you to exercise your faith to believe and trust him until he completes your healing. It's his prerogative. It's your growth. Key is in fixing your eyes upon Jesus Christ himself and moving out in faith in him, acting in faith upon his promises, and persevering in faith until you receive your healing. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Until you receive your healing. Now, I know that there are people who think that um, they shouldn't have to do it that way. Amen. They think it shouldn't be that way. But saints, that's the way it really is. You have to seek Jesus himself. Amen. Amen. This is something that is worked out between you and your Savior, between you and your healer. Amen. It would not make sense for him to heal you, and then because you are still full of doubt, fear, and unbelief, the devil's able to swing by and snatch a healing from you, which he will attempt to do. Now, would it? So you have to grow in faith and in patience. You have to keep your eyes on Jesus, and you must continue to believe his promise no matter what it looks like. Amen? Amen. And that just doesn't apply to physical healing. It applies to any other healing. Amen? It applies to every healing. Even healings where you're coming out of witchcraft. You have to believe God to heal you. All the breaches in your life, all the places where you've been abandoned, no matter what the situation is, you must believe God to heal you, and you have to trust him there. Amen? You have to open up your heart and stop keeping places in your, in your life sealed off from him. It's okay, Lord, if you work over here and you work over there, but just don't touch this area right here. I don't want to deal with it. That's not going to work. It's just not going to work. You have to be completely open and transparent before him, and you have to choose that. Amen? Amen. So I know that there are some praise reports about healings and miracles, but I look for even more to come in the near future. Amen? Because we're going to obey God, and we're going to walk in victory. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Bill, 
Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. Saints, if you really need, if you can get in touch with the throne of God, if you can search Jesus out, if you will just find him, he will heal you. When a doctor told me I had stomach cancer five years ago in front of my wife, I just heard the Lord tell me to seek him. I came home. I didn't call Dr. Sabrina. I didn't call Pastor Pat. All I did was seek Jesus for three days, and on the third day, he healed me. First two days, I'm praying in the Spirit constantly, quoting, doing all the warfare I knew, doing the, praying all the healing scriptures, and on the third day, I'm just singing praises to God. And a power came in my vessel, and he completely healed me. It is his way, not our way. Praise you, Lord. I just had to give that testimony. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for showing me how to get in touch with you. All right, thanks. Let's get to all these prayer requests. I have a bunch of them. Let's start with DBD. She's got a praise report. Although the Lord called my nephew Terrence home to glory on my birthday, April 11th, he did not fail to leave me with the best and most precious gift of all. That was the confirmations of Terrence's salvation before he took him home. God is so wonderful. I have sorrow over the loss yet, as the Apostle Paul wrote. But I would not that you be ignorant, brother, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. It's just praise you, Lord. We praise you for that. Praise you, Lord. And amen. And yes, Sister Gina, God did bless me on this bittersweet day, and peace will come in due time. I'm so blessed to be part of a loving, anointed, praying family at MIC and MOM. Thank you, Pastor Sabrina, Sister Pastor Bill, for taking the helm in this fantastic MIC prayer warriors for the diligently answering of the clarion call. I'm so blessed to be part of such a real anointed, loving church after God's own heart. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. She also goes on to say, Father, bless MIC. In Jesus' name, my heart is filled with such joy now. With everyone's outpouring of love and support, God continues to bless tremendously grateful. I'm hugging, hugging each and every one of you now in the spirit. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We just praise you for that. And she goes on with another praise report. Oh, Lord, my God, how excellent is thy name on all the earth. Father, thank you, thank you, thank you for your mighty strength. You are working on my niece and nephew, T.S. and R.S., as they grieve and make preparations to lay to rest their brother, T.S., each time I talk to them or see their uh, FB posts, I smile with pride and praise on what you're doing through them, knowing how devastated they are to lose their brother and yet have the poise, strength, and peace to visit their deceased brother's children and to help comfort them while they themselves are hurting and broken is evidence of your power working in and through them. Glory, their dad's almost effortless ability in arranging and finalizing the funeral and burial is another display of your mighty work. I can't thank you enough, Father, providing 
for their needs in this difficult time and at the same time removing the guilt from my heart for not being able to be there for them because of my husband and not being able to travel at this time and needing to be at home with him. What more can I say? You are wonderful. Praise you, Lord Jesus. This is a wonderful praise report. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, praise you, praise you. And Rosie has a praise report. Jesus answered the prayer I put in yesterday concerning the person giving my husband a hard time at work. The person was reprimanded and has been completely changed her demeanor towards him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And I have another testimony. The Lord is opening doors to our family members that are in Ukraine to come to the U.S. They've had tickets paid for, and they have jobs waiting on them. We just praise the Lord divine favor. And these are the ones that wanted to leave, and we just give you all the praise and all the glory. They cannot go back. The president of Ukraine has told them if any of the refugees try to come back, he'll put them in prison for 10 years. Does that sound like a nice man to you? And Dina has a praise report. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for making a way for Sister Mila's family to come to the U.S. Thank you for answering all our prayers. God is good all the time. Lord, I pray for them to have favor and smooth entry and transition into the U.S. in Jesus' name. And that is happening, saints. We just give you praise and glory, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Dina has a praise report. Bound Leviathan for directions by Pastor Sabrina, along with family demons, when family members visited and during a phone call with my sister, and we had a pleasant communication. Praise the Lord. Oh, it's so nice to talk to them, and they're not always nitpicking. Praise you, Lord. We give you praise for that. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Stacy has a praise report. Pastor Sabrina was correct tonight. I neglected to say that all my arthritis pain is down to about zero. It used to be so bad when I would get into the driver's seat of my car. I would lift up my right leg with my arm because the hip pain was so great if I used my leg muscles. My, my shoulder pain is also gone. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We just praise you for that wonderful healing, Lord. Praise you for the miracle, Lord Jesus. We praise you. In case there's praise, I couldn't understand why I wouldn't go out walking in the sunshine and fresh air anymore. There was strange reluctance. I see now that controlling diabetes spirits were intimidating me into believing that if I walked outside, it would be susceptible to attack because outdoor exercise wasn't my lane. So I therefore be unprotected. Praise God for uncovering hidden things in Jesus' name. And by his blood, already conquered those devils. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. They're growing. The saints are learning. KK has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for protecting and defending the geographical territory assigned to me at work and not letting someone located. Third. 1,500 miles away, try to come in and make a claim. Thank you for setting clear boundaries and for opportunities within the territory given to me by you. Praise you, Lord. 
praise you, Lord. Yes, praise you, Lord Jesus, for that you do protect us. YDM has a praise report. I had to go to work on the first day of my fast, on the first day of the fast, and God made an office available so I could separate myself from coworkers and their snacks. I had my soup and herbal tea and peace. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. You always protect us, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Deborah L., praise you, Lord. Every day I pray the Lord strengthen the hedge of protection between my house and the neighbors who do all kinds of crazy stuff since moving in as well as dog issues. Today I spent all day planting a hedge on their side of the fence, blocking their dog from getting close. The Lord used them to plant a physical hedge. It didn't cost me anything. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just... Praise you, Lord, and thank you. And I cover the chat and the believers. Praise you, Lord Jesus. You are helping us do things in the spiritual and in the physical. We just praise you for that. MM has a praise report. Friday, my grandpa decided to get out of his bed, although weak and frail, and could not speak. He ate some broth and drank his water. He stayed up for about three hours. He laughed a little and even teased a relative on his own way. My grandpa repeated the sinner's prayer with me. Oh, that's so awesome. And I initially said, and had initially said yes when I asked him if Jesus was his Savior. When the nurse heard that, he was out of bed. She brushed it off as nothing more than his nerves. She advised my family not to get food or drink and just medicate him. I bound all that up and all the side effects of these hospice meds in Jesus' name. My grandpa is holding to the faith in Christ. I know it. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Yes, do what the Lord tells you to do. We praise you, Lord Jesus. Andrew has a praise report. Thank you, Father, for delivering grace from a difficult battle with vertigo. We you are a loving and mighty healer and a great one, a true God. We praise your holy name. Thank you, Lord. That's a wonderful testimony, Lord Jesus. Stacy has another testimony. My motive start, stopped working yesterday. Everything I did to fix it, which usually work, was failing. Finally, I thought to use spiritual warfare. I bound everything blocking communication, and suddenly the wireless unit started working. There was immediate change. I have never seen it before. Praise God. Praise you, Lord. Amy Miller has a praise report. He made a way for me to pay my taxes. I was short, and he made the means for me to open to pay without interest. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for hearing my prayers and bringing me help when I needed it. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. N.K. has a praise report. Praise, thank you, God, and thanks for your agreement. A.K.'s ear was was afflicted with fluid and pain last night. This morning, he says it's 100% better. Thank you, Lord. That's a miracle. Praise you, Lord, for that. Robert has a praise report. Praise God. I was able to witness to a friend at work with the security guard during lunch break out the random. He was so open to the conversation 
and I was asking a lot of questions. I was asking a lot of questions. I sent him to the link to one of the teachings on Blog Talk and told him about MIC, and he asked me to send him Bible. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. We have another witness out there. Praise you, Lord Jesus. In case says praise, I just did a new thing with Jesus, a very new, important thing. Twice I was tempted to veer off the path he outlined, but I resisted my desire and stayed on course. Jesus worked the situation out and timing out perfectly, all for my good. There is no want for them that fear the Lord. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord Jesus. KK has a praise report. I thank you and praise you, Jesus, for deliverance. When I finally stopped trying to understand it, stopped trying to figure it out, stopped trying to identify it or name it, just decided to no longer accept it or identify with it or to come in agreement with it, confessing and repenting, I was loosed. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, for delivering KK. It's a process. Caroline has a praise report. Michael has been blessed. He got a new place. In, he got a place in the new school. His school fee, paid uniforms, and books for the term. Praise the compassionate and loving God in. Thank you, Lord, for providing all of Michael's needs. We praise you for that. And Dana has a praise report. Praise God for the blood of Jesus that I applied to six body parts and received healing from the pain. Thank you, Jesus, for enabling me to get some yard work completed today. I thought that I would have to pay someone to do it, but God blessed me to get the work done. Bless your holy name, Father, and thank you, Lord, for improving for the improvement in driving. You are such a good, good Father. Bless your holy name. Nao has a praise for you, Heavenly Father, for your goodness and for removing the fiery darts, spiritual needles, and apparatus from my feet. You are a wonderful Lord Jesus. Thank you for healing the wounds. Indeed, I give you all the glory. I had no peace when walking. And now, thank you, Lord, for your covenant of David of peace in my body. I walk with no pain. Thank you for sealing me with your blood, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Dina has a praise report. Lord, you said in everything, give thanks. Thank you, Jesus, for the favor you gave me in shopping for soup ingredients. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. He pays as a praise report. I had many prayer requests that were answered. My puppy, Bear, was very sick a few months ago. I was so troubled, so I prayed until I got an answer from the Lord. He told me to stop feeding Bear that store-brand dog food and fed him just chicken and rice only. So I did as the Lord told me to do, and Bear began to recover slowly. And now he is a healthy, strong puppy now. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And I placed a prayer request for my car when my engine oil leaked. And I didn't know what was the cause. So I contacted a Christian mechanic, and he told me to go to the old chain shop so they could look under it and find the source of the leak. So I visited the old, sh- the old chain shop, and they said my bolt was loose. 
and that's why my hole was leaking. They replaced a brand-new bolt for free. I was so relieved because I had some negative thoughts about the situation. My wife told me to stop assuming and trust God, so I repented, and I'm asking the Lord for forgiveness. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Dina has a testimony. Before I took communion, I confessed my sins before the Lord. I asked him to deliver me from my impatient and negative thoughts and words. He and ask him, oh, he told me to cast them out of myself. Praise the Lord after binding, caging, and changing those de- chaining, chaining those demons. I commanded them like we're taught to, to go here at MIC. I coughed and asked the Lord to send warring angels to take those demons to obey, and they I had then I had a big yawn, a big belch, and I asked the Lord to, to have his warring angels take them to the feet of Jesus. And praise the Lord, I felt an instant release of oppression. Thank you, Lord Jesus, you delivered me. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We just give you all the praise and all the glory. These are wonderful testimonies. I just praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Just give you all the praise, all the glory. Just praise you with everything that was in me. And now, back to you, Pastor Sabrina. I am just amazed at these awesome testimonies and praise reports. Praise you, Lord Jesus. So am I. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And thank you, everyone, for participating and sharing your wonderful praise reports. Amen. Absolutely wonderful. Praise the Lord. Our guest call-in number is area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. And area code 512, you're on the air now in Jesus' name. Area code 512, you're on the air now in Jesus' name. Hello? All right, we'll give them a couple of minutes. Area code 512. All right, God Hello? bless you. We love you. Hello? Uh, yeah, Hello? can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you fine. <laughs> awesome. Okay, that's great. Hi, um, um, it's my first time on here, so I just wanted to um, uh, give a praise report and then uh, and also ask for prayer. All right. Uh, praise report is um, yesterday I had a really bad headache. Uh, I feel like it was, you know, like witchcraft attacks and stuff. And then towards the night I was listening to one of Pat Holiday's about healing. I listened to the whole thing and I said the prayers and, and believed God that I was already healed. And some of the things she said that he, uh, sickness uh, was not from God and that it was from the devil. And it just made so much sense. It's so eye-opening and I realized how blind I was so many thinking that God was trying to teach you something, you know, because I'm being a former Catholic, you know. It even helped open my mm-hmm. kids' eyes and stuff. So anyway, after I prayed that then, and I prayed my, those prayers, I went to sleep so peacefully. And I, the next thing you know, I'm up in the morning, I'm, my headache gone, everything, and I felt amazing, and there was no attacks. <laughs> so that was um, a big blessing for me. The videos that she has are really, really helpful and eye-opening and revealing the truth. Um 
Uh, a lot of times we don't know that. We think uh, we're thinking something else, but she puts it plain and simple, you know, this ministry and everything. So it's a big blessing. Amen. And what did you need prayer for? Well, um, it's just, um, you know, um, my uh, headaches and stuff. Um, like yesterday, uh, I had a really bad one, and uh, it, it kind of stops me from doing things. And I lost my job in November due to that because uh, there was days I would have it so bad, then burning in the eyes, and I didn't know what it was. And I'll just, and then I'll be okay, and then back up again. And I'm going through that, and um, I'll have a few good days, and then before you know it, I, it hits on me again, and then. Um, I'm not able to do anything, but when I wake up, I can feel like pressure on my neck and then my head, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to be one of those days. And, you know, that, um, and I'm right now kind of living on our savings and stuff that I have, and it's kind of dwindling, and I'm just kind of, like, nervous. But looking at this um, uh, chat tonight and everything and all these prayers has really uplifted me, and uh, the story we're talking about um the man not wanting to dip in that river, wanted to go his way. And I, it just sort of humbled me and realized I need to stop re- look, looking at my way as you start looking at God's way. But, yeah, I just need prayer for healing uh, in, in those areas and that God will keep me going not to give up. Okay, let me ask you a question. Does light yeah. make it worse? Okay, does loud noise make it worse? No. It, it, it's like, but yeah, no, it's like... Um, no, no. Okay, tell me which no is which. Does light make it worse? No, it don't. That has nothing on to it, or neither does, like, loud noise. All right. Okay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, the Lord says there's somebody you need to forgive. I don't know who it is, but whoever it is, it could have been there. It could have been years and years and years ago. But there's somebody you need to forgive. Yeah, and I guess that yeah, there is, uh, and I've, I've I've prayed to forgive them, but I guess somewhere somewhere in my heart, I'm not fully forgiving. Okay, well uh-huh. let's go through that now. All right, let's take that before the Lord right now. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I forgive that person. I forgive that person. From my heart. From my heart. Because Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ. Died on the cross. Died on the cross. And paid for what that person did. And paid for what that person did. Jesus gave his life. Jesus gave his life. For what that person did. For what that person did. And Jesus' death. And Jesus' death. Was enough. Was enough. It's enough for me. It's enough for me. I won't keep holding on to that. I won't keep holding on to that. I let it go now. I let it go now. I hand it to you, Lord. And I hand it to you, Lord. 
I ask you to heal my thoughts and my emotions. You to heal my thoughts and my emotions. And I ask you to set me free. And I ask you to set me free. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come into agreement with our sister's prayer. We take authority, dominion, and power over those spirits that have kept her in bondage to this all this time in Jesus' name. Now, you take a deep breath and cough. All those spirits of bitterness and hostility and animosity and unforgiveness, we bind you now. Come up and out of her. Come out of her. Deep breath and cough from your gut. Deep breath and cough. Come out of her. Go into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Leave her now. And all the headaches, you're bound too in the name of Jesus Christ. All the nerve pain, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of her neck. Come out of her back. Come out of her head. Every part of the body that you have affected, come out of now. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. You cannot stay. Her body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You cannot continue to attack her, to harass her. Every familiar spirit, every spirit coming down the family lines, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every disease state. Coming down the family lines, we bind you. With the sword of the spirit, we cut her free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garland, chain, fetter, and net, yoke, and snare of the devil. We command you to come out of her in the name of Jesus. We uproot you in Jesus' holy name. Lucifer, we break your grip and hold in Jesus' name. We break your grip and hold. Take a deep breath and then cough from your gut. Temporal mandibular. Come out of her. You have no right to stay there. You cannot harbor ill will in her emotions in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for releasing the healing virtues of Jesus Christ into her heart right now. Into her heart. Heal her mind and heal her heart in Jesus' name. The love of God. Hey, hallelujah. We release the love of God that's found in Jesus Christ for you right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I receive it, Jesus. I receive it. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we ask that you uh, supply her with employment suitable to her father so that we bind the fear of unemployment in Jesus' name. We bind the fear of poverty in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask you to provide for her and show her the way to go, Father, in Jesus' name. We release the peace of God over your sister. Now you keep coming up and you keep calling, and whenever you need prayer, you call in, all right? I sure will. Thank you so much, and God bless you for what y'all are doing. Thank you. You're welcome. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
Area code 689, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hi, Pastor. Hi, everyone. This is Vanessa. I'm at work right now, uh-huh. so that's why I wasn't commenting too much. I'm just calling in because I have a woman that's working, that's taking care of my mother right now. And I just want to call for some prayer because, I mean, I prayed and I did a warfare this morning like none other. Glory be to the Lord. But I find that it's like I'm just, like, angry with this lady because I think she's abusive to my mother. You know, my mom, her bottom was, you know, from the bed sores, from the rehab. She completely healed. And now my mother's every one of those sores are wide bust open again, and I have to be starting all over again. I can't just get rid of her because, you know, so I call, and then she shows up whenever she wants, so... I um I'll ca- I have to call out from work, and then, now, you know, they're, like, warning me about all kinds of stuff because I'm not showing up, you know, I'm not showing up for work. So when she doesn't even call to say, hey, I'm running late, she will, call, she will I have to call her when I call her. She hangs up on me. But I have to be using wisdom because I know I need her for now. But then it so happened that on Sunday night, she didn't show up on Friday. Saturday she came late. Sunday evening she came late, and I had to call her. So she hung up on me, like, twice. And I had to really plead the blood of Jesus over my emotion. When I said plead the blood of Jesus, I had to. And then um, as she came, I just walked past her. I didn't say nothing to her, and I closed my door. And then when I got to work, something made me look on the camera because I was doing reports. So I just happened to go on my phone, and I pulled up the camera. She was trying to use the suction that she's not trained to use on because I don't, I don't teach anybody to use that because you're putting it in, my, in her mouth. So, you know, we got into it, and we got into it really bad. And then she cussed me out and was cussing a whole bunch of bad words in my home while the Bible was playing. And then she proceeded to tell me that she's sick and tired of the book of Leviticus because every time she come here, it's the same thing playing, and she wanted off. So I said, that ain't going to happen. I said, because we, we're a Christian home. And then she threatened to walk out and leave my mother. I said, I, say, I dare you to walk out. I said, because she's over 65 years of age, which makes it a felony if you go under arrest. And then... She, somehow we end up talking and talking and talking, and then, you know, she started crying, and I just say, you know what, Lord, I'm just trying to keep my emotions in check. The reason why I'm calling tonight, I just want some prayer. I don't know what kind of, because when I went home, that man that always leaving his remnants all over the place the night before, in the morning when I got home, there's a bunch of stuff on the floor from him that he, he, he always let me know he astral projecting there. And I guess I noticed that when she comes, she just, could just get there at 6 o'clock by 6.05, she's completely asleep. And my mother is wide awake. Like tonight, I had to wake her up, wake her up to to um, to um go and change my mother because I need her to change every three hours. And I explained to her that urine breaks down the skin because of the moisture. And I said, that's why her bruises and her, all her stuff, you know. So I'm just trying to pray and I'm trying to hold it together because I don't want to go off on her because that's my only mother and that's not who the Lord called me to be. And I'm trying to bound those devils that, that I don't know what, because she begged me for that job. And she was fine with the Bible and everything. All of a sudden now, this anger and she's just like not doing what she's supposed to. As she comes, she goes to sleep completely flat out. She's been right. for the that's last great. four hours. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we release the peace of God over our sister in Jesus' name. We cast each of these cares upon you, Father, and we ask you to intervene in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray for the sitter, Lord, 
in the name of Jerubur Katarabrisha Tarabroha Lady DSC, Runga Tarabrisha Lady Osunda, get the Rubusha Tarabre, Arla Lady Osunda, Tarabroka, the Abrisha, the Rikisi, the Abrusha, Rakatarabrosha, and Rugula Lady Osunda, Abraka, Kusha, the Abrisha, 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 Iki the violation of the entrance of witchcraft, we send it back. Every garland used, we wrap around the one who attempts to use it in the name of Jesus Christ. Everything that's left behind, we return to sender in the name of Jesus Christ. We cover the sinner and mother. With the blood of Jesus, we release the peace of God to our sister in the name of Jesus. And we give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we thank you for the breakthrough. We thank you for the breakthrough in Jesus' holy name. Amen and amen. God bless you. And we'll continue to pray about that. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. We just want to thank you, Lord, for being so good to us. We know that there's a breakthrough coming, and we are anticipating it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We're anticipating this breakthrough, Lord, in Jesus' holy name. Father, we ask you to heal those bed sores in the name of Jesus. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning investigator Roger Child was combing through records of the FBI's Oklahoma City bombing investigation more than a decade ago when he discovered a memo suggesting that someone working at ABC News provided a tip to the Bureau a day after the deadly April 19, 1995, domestic terror attack. It appeared that a senior ABC News journalist had been doubling as an FBI informant. The memo made a few headlines in 2011, but quickly passed through the news cycle with little impact and hardly any coverage by major outlets. However, Charles's discovery stoked the curiosity of his friend, attorney Jesse Trentadu. The Utah resident was suing the FBI for records related to his brother's murder and began 
filing request in 2012 to see if the Bureau had any other informants in the media, as well as places such as congressional office, courts, churches, other governmental agencies in the White House. Uh, Attorney Jesse said the U.S. government's response shocked him. I thought they'd come back and say we'd never do that because it would be illegal and unconstitutional. He said instead they came back and said, yeah, we do that. We have manuals on that, but you can't have them because of national security. The FBI fought Jesse for years in federal court to keep its manual secret, ultimately successful. A federal judge dismissed the lawsuit in 2015. However, Jesse said the litigation helped him piece together what he calls the FBI's sensitive informant program. According to his lawsuit over the matter, this program is used to place informants in the national media, among other institutions. The FBI has not responded the FBI has not responded to questions from including about his description of sensitive informant program. The Bureau has defended the use of informants in sensitive institutions as a, nece- as a necessary to root out corruption and other crime, while former director J. Edgar Hoover deemed such tactics as necessary to fight communism. Hmm. But in the wake of a recently released uh, scathing internal FBI audit, which found special agents breaking their own rules more than twice per reviewed case when investigating sensitive institutions, some lawmakers are beginning to question the Bureau's sweeping investigatory powers. It has been nearly two weeks since this information was revealed, and the FBI has thus far declined to comment or provide additional transparency. Uh, that Senator Ted Cruz said. I believe the Senate would benefit from hearing directly from Inspector from the Inspector General, FBI Director Ray, as well as any division directors with knowledge of audit or the errors detailed in it. According uh, to Jesse, the attorney, the redacted FBI audit only begins to scratch the surface of the Bureau's purported wrongdoing. He would know. His litigation against the U.S. government spanning four decades has unearthed numerous revelations about the FBI, including the details about undercover right-wing infiltration operations and previously hidden databases. One of Attorney Jesse's findings that hasn't, been, hasn't received media coverage until now pertains to sensitive informants. Uh, documents that uh, Jesse provided to included in the FBI memo that Charles discovered about the informant within ABC, as well as previously unpublicized memos written by special agents receiving information from ABC and NBC. Among those in is a September 1996 FBI memo reporting that a confidential source who works for a news agency learned that NBC News was going to air an expose in the next few days concerning the Oklahoma bombing. ABC will be interviewing a rescue worker who was going to state that ATF had stored a large amount of explosives in the Murray building, 
which contributed to the explosion. The rescue worker is also going to advise that evidence of these explosives was found by rescue workers, and this particular rescue worker had contacted the FBI with this information and was told by the FBI to keep quiet, the FBI memo says. This rescue worker is currently upset because Nothing has been done with this information, and he feels the FBI has attempted to cover up the information. The September 1996 memo identifies the person at the news agency as a confidential source rather than referring to the person by a serial number, uh, suggesting that this source may be different than the aforementioned informant. Attorney Jesse said that he did not know for sure, nor did he know whether ABC the ABC report referenced in the in the memo was ever published. Then there's a series of FBI memos that also serve as a subject of controversy in another lawsuit. These memos describe FBI agents who are allegedly trying to sell surveillance footage of the Oklahoma City bombing to NBC. No arrests resulted from the matter, and the U.S. government says the surveillance footage discussed in the memos does not exist. Sure. Attorney Jesse is seeking to prove the existence of the footage in a separate ongoing uh, lawsuit against the FBI that has been sealed for the past seven years. Putting aside the surveillance footage controversy, the memos show that the FBI was receiving information from within NBC. The first tip from NBC came on October 27, 1995, when a confidential source whose identity is redacted said the NBC show Dateline had been contacted by an attorney. According to the FBI memo, the attorney represented an FBI agent in Los Angeles who was seeking to sell surveillance footage for more than $1 million. It was represented that the videotape would contain lapsed photography of the arrival and then departure of a U.S. UPS truck. Then a rider truck pulls up and a male resembling Timothy McVeigh is seen exiting the driver's side of the rider truck and then walking away, the FBI memo says. Next, a second male is seen exiting the passenger side of the rider truck and walking to the back of the truck. The second male then walks away in the same direction as the first male. The FBI received five more tips through November 7th about the matter including someone offering to provide a pre-publication copy of a story about negotiations between an unknown Los Angeles agent and the FBI and Dateline, requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Arthur Goldberg, who has spent a lifetime fighting for the rights of others and promoting biblical morality. Now at the age of 81, Goldberg, a devout Jewish Orthodox Jew and president of his local synagogue is engaged in the moral and legal fight of his life, insisting that Jewish men and others have the right to obtain counseling and therapy to overcome unwanted same-sex attraction and founding a nonprofit organization to refer them to places of help. For promoting those rights, providing seekers with that information, and referring them for gender affirmation therapy, I have been canceled. Uh, Goldberg said, where is, a per- is the person's right to determine his or, his or her own therapeutic goals? Where is the freedom to choose? What happens to a person's right to, invol- to voluntarily choose to change his or her sexual orientation? 
men and women desiring help with the same-sex attraction are being denied the right to information about the availability and effectiveness of gender-affirming methods and therapies, according to Goldberg. Gender affirmation therapy is the empowerment of willing individuals combating unwanted same-sex attraction to affirm the gender of their birth. When Goldberg, a retired investment banker, saw the painful struggles of some acquaintances dealing with same-sex attraction, he was moved to co-found or a nonprofit organization called Jews Offering New Alternatives for Healing to offer them hope and assistance. Jonah's mission was to refer primarily Jewish men struggling with same-sex attraction to professional and religious counseling. The goal was to help them fulfill their desire to live a life consistent with the tenets of their Jewish religion as declared in the Torah, which is the uh, five books of Moses, which holds to heterosexuality, the marriage of a man to a woman, and bringing forth of children within its confines. I saw many Jewish men, as well as people of other faiths, who wanted to be free from same-sex attraction and who desperately wanted to start a traditional family, he said. They needed to know that there is available to them a guided process involving professional counseling, self-discovery, and a combination of spiritual and behavioral self-adjustment characteristic of the Jewish concept of teshva, meaning returning to the path or repentance. We are not about curtailing the hard-won civil rights of gay people. In fact, we acknowledge what the gay rights movement has done to improve the social status and the economic and political integration for both male and female homosexuals. The counseling and therapy we recommend are based on love. We only deal with people who come to us wanting to change. While Goldberg is a published author of a book and many articles on homosexuality and has much to say about the debate over its clinical and political aspects, he is especially passionate about the spiritual side of the subject. He views with joy and optimism the Creator's stark declaration in the Bible's book of Leviticus, chapter 18, verse 22, which reads, Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is abomination, King James Bible. Goldberg points out that uh, the word I can't pronounce, the Hebrew word for abomination is referring to the action and not the person, the sin, not the sinner. If you can stray off the path, it is implied that you can return to the path, he says. This offers so much hope, humaneness, and compassion, and relief for those crushed between unwanted, powerful personal inclinations and their strong dedication to their religion. The Torah teaches us that the Creator is not cruel, He is just and loving, much more willing to demonstrate mercy than punish or destroy. Primarily in the West, nations have lost their traditional bearings. This has resulted in an unprecedented confusion of values. Once we threw away the compass of right and wrong passed down to us from ancient wisdom, self-indulgence has become the rule, supported by a good deal of creative rationalism. We live in a time of moral relativism, which has led to an intolerance of objective morality and those standing for it. Goldberg is paying a stiff price for standing for the teachings of the Torah and the rights of others, a series of lost court battles designed to silence him over the past decade has plunged him $3 million in debt for attorney's fees, costs, and fines. Goldberg said he has never taken a salary 
from the two philanthropic institutions he's been a part of. Mounting legal bills forced Goldberg and his ailing wife, Jane, to mortgage the New Jersey City, New Jersey home where they've lived for nearly 50 years. Even the crowdfunding platform he created to help pay his legal bills was shut down by the court. With little prospect of a conservative like me being able to use existing crowdfunding platforms, I founded a platform called Funding Morality. They soon went after it and shut it down. The cancel culture employed a strategy of bringing legal action against me and then cutting off the purse strings in order to break me financially, he said. His foes were not only successful in getting the court to bar Goldberg from referring anybody to counseling and gender affirmation therapy, he has also been banned for life from participating in or serving on the board of any nonprofit organization in the state of New Jersey. Goldberg's latest legal setback came in February when the Supreme Court of New Jersey refused to hear his appeal to preserve his constitutional rights of freedom of speech, association, and to exercise his freely exercise his religion. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Walt Disney Company will soon be airing an ad on all of its channels featuring the mother of a trans-identified child lamblasting supporters of bills banning genital mutilation, surgeries for children, and the teaching of LGBT ideology in schools. The mother accuses these Americans of trying to tear our families apart. The LGBT advocacy organization, GLAD, released the public public service announcement called Protect Our Families last week. The 60-second ad profiles the Briggle family which includes Amber Briggle along with her husband and her two children. The ad focuses on her trans-identified daughter who now identifies as a boy and goes by the name Matt. The LGBT advocacy group says the video shows that families with transgender children are just like any other family. They love their kids unconditionally and simply want the best for them. In the video, Briggle discusses Max's interests as she narrates a background video of her daughter in an effort to persuade those watching the ad that society should support parents who want their children to be given puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones, saying a transgender child is no different than yours. There are some politicians who are trying to tear my family apart simply because my daughter is transgender, she asserts. Trans kids don't have a political agenda. They are just kids. They just want to be left alone. CNBC reports that the ad, which does not explicitly mention any legislation in particular, will air on channels owned by the Walt Disney Company as well as channels owned by Comcast, Warner Media, and Paramount. The Walt Disney Company has received intense criticism over its outspoken opposition to a Florida parental rights bill recently signed into law by the state's Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. The legislation states that classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation and gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or in a manner that is not age appropriately or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with the state standards. While states, including Alabama, Arizona, and Arkansas, have passed laws banning the prescription of cross-sex hormones and puberty blockers to minors, the Florida law does not include such a provision. After initially declining to take a hard to take a position on the Florida bill, 
Disney, which operates the popular theme park Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida, came out hard against the bill after critics derided it as the Don't Say Gay bill. Disney's opposition to the law that prevents teachers from exposing young children to LGBT ideology motivated worship artists, whoever you are, to hold a protest in front of Disney's headquarters in Burbank, California. Last month, Christopher Rufo of the Manhattan Institute and City Journal released video footage of Disney officials discussing their efforts to incorporate queerness and other LGBT ideology into programming directed at children as a part of what he described as Disney's all-hands meeting about the Florida Parental Rights Bill. Briggle, a progressive activist who is running for city council in Denton, Texas, operates a blog titled Love to the Max. In an August 2019 blog post, Briggle listed three things your child can do to help make middle school better for my trans son. Accompanying the blog post is a photograph of Max, which identifies the child as a member of the fifth grade graduating class of 2019. This seems to indicate that Briggle's child is now in the eighth grade and is either 13 or 14 years old. In the blog, she noted that my sweet daughter, Max, socially transitioned in first grade, changing her name and pronouns, but otherwise living exactly the same, only much, much happier. In a speech at this year's GLAAD Media Awards, Briggle said, we live in Texas where Governor Greg Abbott issued a directive to investigate parents like my husband, Adam and I, for child abuse because we provide Max with gender-affirming care that he needs. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the happiest place on earth called Disney is in serious trouble. They've been battling Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and his new plan to desexualize the systems that indoctrinate our youngsters, but they've gone further. They've also been exposed for attempting to indoctrinate children to accept LGBTQ propaganda through the inclusion of certain themes in their shows and movies. A Disney activist was just caught on tape detailing why and how they do it. But it isn't the end of the story. Disney then, then, then announced that they were going to be doing something along the lines of either turning half of their Disney characters into LGBTQ folk or introducing a bunch more that fit that bill. But still, that's not the worst thing. Aham Sofyan, I think that's how you say it, a 36-year-old Disney Cruise Line steward who was charged with two counts of molestation and one count of false imprisonment in 2014 after abusing a 13-year-old girl in an unattended room. When this story broke, an ex-Disney cruise officer spoke up, revealing a similar case of child abuse that she had been told not to disclose by Disney authorities just two years previously. Dawn Taplin was on the cruise ship where this happened, and she was the first female security officer at Disney and the second in the entire cruise line industry. She exposed Disney's previous molestation cover-up in 2014. A Disney cruise ship staffer was caught on tape in an elevator in 2012 assaulting an 11-year-old child. Authorities at Disney said they have refused to enable security to report the event. 
The molestation occurred as passengers were still boarding the cruise liner at Port Canaveral, Florida. We weren't going anywhere for another two hours or so, Taplin recalls. Taplin informed the ship's second-in-command and offered to call her FBI contact while they were still on U.S. soil. She did not, however, receive the response she had hoped for. I was ordered not to make any phone calls, do, no, do anything at all, nothing, period, recalled Taplin. She said that she was told, just keep your mouth shut. I think there is going to be a massive investigation into the entire Disney enterprise and that there will be some people going to jail over all of this. I imagine that these roots run very deep within the organization. We are requesting uh, adjudications from the righteous judge concerning if you're one of those people that can often be found in the food aisles of grocery stores reading labels and looking for ingredients you can't pronounce and don't want to eat, you most likely notice several ingredients that unbeknownst to you are made using nanotechnology, a process that converts silver, copper, gold, aluminum, silicon, carbon, and metal oxides, among other metals, into atom-sized particles that are one billionth of a meter in size. Commonly used nano-sized ingredients include titanium dioxide, which may be the most well-known additive. Others such as silicon oxide, calcium carbonate, iron oxides, and hydroxides, calcium silicate, tricalcium phosphates, and synthetic silicas are only a few of the additives that may be in your pantry right now. Nanotechnology has become widely used in food production and manufacturing since the 1990s, and its components are unimaginably small, one hundredth the size of a strand of human hair. They make our food more colorful, brighter, creamier, or crunchier, and they keep it fresher for longer as well. Nano-sized additives also make some of our medicines more effective. Nanotechnology is used in the manufacturing of everyday products, such as electronics, food, and food packaging, medicine, toys, clothing, sunscreens, sunscreen, cosmetics, dietary supplements, and much more. While they can provide a myriad of benefits, these increasingly popular product enhancers come at a price, according to consumer groups and health experts. And that price is our health, because these particles are so small, studies have shown that they can breach the blood-brain barrier. Researchers are also are already exploring this quality for drugs meant to treat neurog- neurological conditions. But when it comes to food, that's not a feature anyone is asking for. These particles are also able to circulate throughout the body and get absorbed into the bloodstream and organs. They can penetrate cell walls and potentially create inflammation and disease. They may pass through the lining of the gut and enter the bloodstream which may trigger an inflammatory or immune response. Harvard School of Public Health, I can't pronounce this name, Georgios, whatever his last name is, told WebMD. They may also build up in various parts of the body, including the lungs, the heart, and reproductive organs. In July 2020, a study, a group of researchers at the University of Massachusetts Amherst found that titanium dioxide which is commonly added to gum, candy, drinks, and desserts, 
cause changes in the gut microorganisms of two groups of mice, but were given doses, both were given doses of titanium oxide. One group was fed a low-fat diet and the other a high-fat diet. After further testing to isolate the titanium dioxide effect, both groups had inflamed colons, which can lead to abdominal pain and diarrhea. These obese mice had more pronounced symptoms. Nanotechnology is currently being used in two of the three mRNA COVID-19 vaccines being given in the United States today. There's a lipid nanoparticle coating surrounding the mRNA in the vaccines, which allows them to penetrate the cell's walls. Lipid nanoparticles are a vital component of the Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna mRNA COVID-19 vaccines, playing a key role in protecting and transporting the mRNA effectively to the right place in the cell, stated the Chemical Abstract Service, a division of the American Chemical Society. Of the many COVID-19 vaccines under development, the two vaccines have that has shown the most promising results in preventing COVID-19 infection represents a new class of vaccine products. They are composed of messenger ribonucleic acid strands encapsulated in lipid nanoparticles. But scientists have continued to call for greater oversight of these substances by the FDA because of their size. Because they easily cross the blood-brain barrier, they may damage it by altering the layer of cells that line the inner wall of blood vessels. The FDA, the agency charged with overseeing these additives, has begun to weigh the health risks from nano-size additives. The agency currently classifies nanoparticles in food with designated generally recognized as safe if the manufacturer is already, already using the same ingredient in its larger conventional form. The particle size distribution of a food substance may affect its ability to be absorbed by the body or to migrate from food packaging into food. The FDA stated in a 2007 guidance document on nanotechnology and food, the FDA does not categorically judge all products, nanomaterial or otherwise involving application of nanotechnology as intrinsically benign or harmful. The FDA is monitoring the evolving science and has a robust research agenda to help assess the safety and effectiveness of products using nanotechnology. So there's a little part down here I need to get to. According to many experts, let me back up here. It's... um, Production and application of nanoparticles in consumer products is at an all-time high due to the emerging field of nanotechnology, the FDA says. Direct detection and quantification of trace levels of nanoparticles within consumer products is very challenging and problematic. By the 2020 FDA report that applications for the approval of products containing nanotechnology had skyrocketed in the previous 10 years. According to many experts in the United States, there are 1,900 to 2,500 food products that use nanotechnology. In response to health concerns about these products, countries around the world 
have taken steps to limit or ban some or all nanotechnology in their food. In 2012, Canada banned nanotechnology in organic 2011. The European Union has required all food to be labeled if it contains engineered nanomaterials. In 2015, the Bloc required additional testing to ensure health safety. In 2018, the European Food Safety Commission was petitioned by a group of scientists within the agency to reject the food additive additive silicon dioxide as safe for consumption because of nanoparticles in it until a particle size distribution could be confirmed. Beginning in January 1, 2020, France banned any foods containing titanium dioxide from entering the country. In the United States, the FDA doesn't require any products produced with nanoparticles to be labeled or banned, and its guidelines recommend oversight on a case-by-case basis. Research on the long-term effects of ingesting nanoparticles remains scant. Amen. So we are placing these requests before the righteous judge. We are asking for his adjudication, his intervention, and for him to save the people. Amen. Amen. Brother Marshall, we're ready to pray. Amen. He said, call upon the name of the Lord and you'll be saved. We ask you to save us. We take the cup of salvation because of the blood of the covenant, Father, because of what Jesus did. Thank you, Jesus, that you're ever living to make intercession for each of us. Father, we ask for your divine help in Jesus' name. We thank you for sending your obedient angels. Thank you for sending the Holy Ghost to bring conviction on all those involved in these different situations, Father God. It not, might not be our job, but it's your job to bring conviction to those people that are involved in doing some of these things that may not be pleasing in your sight, even as the fellow Goldberg, Arthur Goldberg, pointed out, that things are totally contrary to the Torah, Father, in Jesus' name. We ask for your divine help and intervention. And Father, I also personally ask for your divine help, Father God, to be able to get back into Miracle Net chat room, Father God, as there seems to be something going on during these high days. I don't think it's just a coincidence that I've been blocked. So, Father God, even when I tried to use my wife's device, that was a bit of a challenge. It only lasted for a few minutes. So, Father, we ask for your divine help in all these different situations because of the bloody covenant. We thank you for loosing your beating angels. Jesus says, I can now presently pray to my Father, give me more than 12 legions of angels. And Jesus said, the things I, I have done, you can do, and greater things than these over in John uh, 14, 12. So, Father, we ask in agreement, according to Matthew 18, 19, that you send your beating angels, warring angels, to fight for all of the children, as many additional angels as necessary, Father. We know they're more with us than with them, and we thank you for doing so. I do speak blindness to the eyes of the enemy, mutinous to the mouth of the enemy. They may only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertaining to each and every one of us, and all that pertain to each and every one of us, each one of our families as well, even as it is written in Job 28, 7 and following. There is a path which no fowl knoweth, and where the vulture's eye hath not seen. The lion's whelps have not trodden it, nor the fierce lion passed by it. In Jesus' name, it confirmed in Psalm 27, 4 and verse 4 and following. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. And we all know we are the temple of the living God once you've accepted Jesus. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. Father, thank you for hiding us all in the pavilion of the Most High. In the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle 
sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. We give you praise and honor and glory for what you have done, are doing, and going to do. In every one of these different situations that Pastor Sabrina just read through, in Jesus' name, we ask for divine intervention and adjudication, Father God. We know the government rests securely on Jesus' shoulders. He's Lord of all, and we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for giving Jesus all power in heaven and earth, even as Jesus reminds us in the end of the Gospel of Matthew 28, at verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Jesus, you are Lord of all. And we know, from your word in, where's that Lord? The end of First Chronicles 29. Is that where it is, Lord? 1 Chronicles 29, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come with thee, and thou reignest over all. In thy hand is power and might. In thy hand is to make great and to give strength unto all. Now, therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus in your name, because his name is Jesus. You told the angel to give that name to Joseph in the dream, and name the child Jesus, which when he was being circumcised on the eighth day, and that's when the Jewish people named their children, when the blood is being shed, where his name is written in blood. His name is Jesus. It's written in blood, because that's how the Jewish people did it. And we have a new blood covenant. You don't have to be physically circumcised. We have to be all circumcised in the heart. We have to love Jesus more than our physical life. So we thank you, Jesus, that you love us so much that you hung on that tree and you took not just the physical and what's a tremendous physical, emotional abuse, but you are separated from your Heavenly Father who you've been one with from eternity past because you're the Word of God that's ever been from everlasting and you are separated from the Father. He's, you say he's always, you always do those things to please Him because your Father's always with you. But He had to turn His back on you just for a moment because you took all of my sin, Lord Jesus, and all the rest of us on Yourself when you hung on that tree. For Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. We don't have to be Jewish. The blessing might come on the Gentiles. We might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Thank you for the promise of the Spirit through faith. Thank you, Jesus. You're our high priest after the order of Melchizedek. We thank you that you're ever living to make intercession for us. Don't have to go to a Roman Catholic priest, you know, with all the incense and whatever else they do. Some of the stuff is not too glorifying to the Lord. But, Father, we go to the one true priest, whoever lives. You have the power of, the, and have, you have the power of an endless life. That blood never dies. Your blood is the same. You are the same. And you say the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I've given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your, for your children, make an atonement for your souls. That's plural, plural souls, more than one. Make an atonement for your souls, for it is the blood that makes an atonement for the soul. Father, for those people, Father God, for all the descendants of every believer that actually believe in the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the one true God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, 
even as some Jewish people seem to actually really believe, like this Goldberg, Arthur Goldberg, and like, what's his name? Who fought against uh, the COVID nonsense in upstate New York, Dr. Zelenko. We thank you, Father God. That some people actually call on the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And you answered their prayers. I thought they had to go through Jesus, but maybe they're going to, you're going to, get, Father, get a hold of those people, Father God. From what I read in the scripture, you have to have Jesus in your heart because you commanded us all to believe in the name of your Son. In uh, 1 John 3, something, 320, something, 323, 324. So, Father God, we have to believe in the name of your Son. And for those people practicing Ramadan right now, say from Islam, Father God, they don't know. They're told God doesn't have a son. Oh, God has a very, very precious son, the only begotten son. He has this, the blood of the innocent blood of God, the totally sinless blood that we're washed in. And that's how we overcome the accuser of the brethren, by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony. We don't love our natural lives, even unto the death. It doesn't matter, because we get to go with Jesus when the time comes. But our times are in your hands, Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We ask for your divine intervention adjudication concerning the business about the Oklahoma City bombing, Father God. We thank you for many of these things coming to light, Father God. Many of the nasty things that have been done in this country in the past coming to light. And we thank you, Father, for even hastening your word to perform it, Father, in Jesus' name. Many, many places you talk about it, Lord, including Matthew 10, 26. Will you tell us, Jesus tells us very clearly, fear them not, therefore, those people serving the devil, Fear them not, therefore, for there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known concerning the Oklahoma City bombing and concerning what they've done to this fellow trying to help people be able to be the sex God created them to be and to go along with God's word in Leviticus. So, Father God, we ask for your divine help and uncover what's going on concerning the Oklahoma City bombing all the other Kind of false flags and all other things. They're trying to blame somebody else, anybody and everybody else other than the real people that did it. And some of the people connect to very, not everybody, some of the people that don't, clueless, don't have it, but some of the people high up in the FBI and other places look like they're very connected with it. They want to hide some of these things, Father God. They don't want them to come to light. But, Father God, you're bringing all these things to light, and we ask you to do so because you promised us, Father, that if two of you on earth agree touching anything you ask, it shall be done to my Father which is in heaven because of the bloody covenant, because Jesus is interceding, because of the price he paid. I'm not righteous apart from the blood of Jesus. No one is apart from the blood of Jesus. You can read Psalm 39. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. We're so grateful, Lord Jesus. You said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. And you say, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Thank you for being with us always, Lord, even to the end of this age, end of this world, Lord. We give you praise. We thank you, Father God, for bringing everything to light concerning the, all these things that have been done. And, Father, we ask for your divine help for Arthur Goldberg. He spent a lot of emotional energy and financial resources trying to help people, Father God. And he's been ter- Father God, you said that those who believe in the living God are going to be persecuted. And he kind of looks like, just like Jesus was persecuted, even this fellow. Father, save his soul, if he doesn't already know Jesus, Father God, to know the real Messiah. And he's coming again. He came one time, said he came unto his own, and his own received him not. Of course, most of the writers of the Bible were Jewish, except for uh, Luke, who wrote uh, the Gospel of Luke and the Book of Acts. He was the only Gentile, as far as I know. Of course, I, that's just what I've heard. Maybe, maybe I've been misled. I've been misled about a lot of things in the past by people I thought were 
knew what they had to be doing, including some of the people at a Christian school who said, yeah, the NIV is legitimate, the original NIV is a legitimate Bible. Uh, they might have been misleading some people, including the students in, in the Christian school. Father God, deliver those people that have been misled kind of into thinking that, oh, trying to help people to, to uh, realize that, yes, you can get help and be the, the sex you were created to be. You can be the woman you're created to be, to be the man you're created to be, and, and, and you can have help, spiritual help, and uh, what other, whatever help that they're offering. Father God, we ask you to help Arthur Goldberg and those that were standing for the truth, including when he tried to establish his own group, uh, his own his, his own group to be able to stand up for being able to fund people with a conservative bent, Father God, funding morality. He, uh, he founded, he's founded a platform, funding morality, and then that was canceled. Father, we bind every one of these spirits of the cancel culture, Satan, you and all your underlings, all over the globe. Every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy are bound because Jesus promises us whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven in agreement in Matthew 18, 18 as well as also Matthew 16, 19, in Jesus' name. We first bind you, Satan, the mind blinder. you blinding all those people's minds. Oh, if you're against homosexuals, you must be a nasty, nasty person. You're such a bigot. We bind every one of these lying spirits in Jesus' name. Every spirit that, that, that seeks to exalt Satan's kingdom in Jesus' name. Yes, some people have been homosexuals that have been helped, like Pat Holiday talked about. They just didn't know. Some people come out of families where the woman was wearing the bootstraps, whatever, wearing the boots, and the, and, the, and, the, and the husband was like Mr. Milk Toast. It's sort of like, was that Ahab and Jezebel? I think that's kind of it was like. Father God, some, some people have come out of those kind of families, and I know one of those families, actually. Father God, maybe, maybe that's not every case, Father God. And some people, they were just children that were molested when they were young. And I'm very personally involved and familiar with some people that had that happen to them, too. And even like the woman I met at the store after I got out of jury duty. Father God, she said, yeah, her son was molested by another child when he was really young. <laughs> he was seven, and the other child was like 11 or 12. Father God, deliver all the children, all those, especially those involved with Disney, Father God, and help people to be able to stand up, including the New, the New Jersey Supreme Court, to stand up for the Constitution of the United States of America as it was intended to be. I know a lot of people say, we're not really under the Constitution. We're under this other thing where the United States is a corporation, and we're all just, we're all just little, uh, we're just working for the, for the corporation of the United States. Father God, I don't know about all that. I'm not a lawyer. I know a teeny bit about medicine, having worked as a nurse for a while. But Father God, there's a lot of things I don't know. But you know everything. So, Father, we ask for you to bring to light what needs to be brought to light and take care of these situations. We ask for your intervention, Father God, in every one of these situations, Father God, in Jesus' name, including the Walt Disney perversion, Father God, and all the people. So, oh, my goodness, all the people have been arrested, all the people that, that, that have been brought to light. And that doesn't count all the ones that were never brought to light thus far. We thank you for this security guard coming out about the thing from 2014. Well, after the fact, but at least bringing that to light. And the, all the other nonsense, Father God, in Jesus' name, and all the things pushing pushing uh, the psychological warfare to try and say that, that people are doing uh, hate speech if, if they don't want transgenders to get 
um, gene altering or whatever they call it, hormone altering uh, therapies or <coughs> some people call them weenie snippers. I don't know, that's kind of crude. But, uh, you know, surgical interventions. We thank you, Father God, for the man that came to Pat Holiday who was trying to become a woman and that he was seriously considering doing the, the surgery business, but he hadn't done that yet. This was a few years back, Father God, but they gave him time to think about it. And then he found out, oh, oh, it was, it was just a demon. He just needed to come to, to the Lord and repent and have somebody that belonged to Jesus cast out the demon. And then he became who he was supposed to be, a man. And then what did he do? Oh, he got married. Oh, what else? He became a pastor. Oh, people that serve Satan, they don't like that story at all. They don't want to find out it's just demons. Father God, we ask you to bring to light what's really going on. We thank you for helping and encouraging the governors like, like Abbott and DeSantis and others that actually, and then the other uh, places that are standing for the truth as best they know how Father God against the perversion from Disney, Father God, and all the things concerning the transgender issue, Father God, including the other states that, that stood up for it, that Pastor Sabrina read in Jesus' name. I can't put my eye on that right this second. In Jesus' name, all those different states, I think maybe Arkansas or wherever it was, some of the other southern states, in Jesus' name. But I ask for your divine help, Father God. Father God, I ask you to help all those involved in this LGBTQ propaganda. And it's what it is. It's got to be less than 1% of the, of the population in the United States. And, of course, I know it's in a few other nations. But some other nations, they don't tolerate this nonsense. Some people in, with a traditional mindset, maybe Russia, they don't think this is healthy, and they might be right. Some people don't think having a big international conglomerate of central banks getting together to beat up on other countries that don't like to be involved with central banks is a good thing, too. But, Father God, we ask you to bring to light what's been going on with the Disney Cruise Line, and all the other theme parks, and all these people, and not just the lower-level people, not just the people working you know, and the cruise lines and the catching little children in the elevators, Father God, but the people working at the highest levels. We ask you to bring all that to light as well, according to Luke, kind of about get that, about get that, eight, kind of that was at eight seventeen in Jesus' name, You said, put me in remembrance. We're putting you in remembrance, Lord, according to your word. And this is Jesus speaking again, red letters, for there's nothing secret, Father. Jesus says, there's nothing secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. Father, we ask you to bring it to light. You can have people point these things out in such a way that it will make a significant difference. When people in the United States wake up the people, Father God, in the United States, not just politically, not just morally, but in relationship to the Creator God, Father God, wake up the sleeping giant, the body of Christ. Many people going to church, at least making some effort to go to church, like they're punching a time clock. After they tried to take away the Constitution, after the other false flag back on September 11th, when that was, Father God, we know a lot of people were seeking God earnestly, Father God. Father God, before any other false flags come out, and they probably are planning some, before any other false flags come out, Father God, Father, could draw many, many in the valley of the decision of the Lord Jesus, Father, so that they can call upon the name of the Lord and be saved, Father. Because I was quite moved when I read some. Where is that? Let me find it. Father, in Jesus' name. I think it's Psalm 32. Is that where it is, Lord? 
Yeah, Psalm 32, right after verse 5, where we acknowledge our sins, and that's a very important verse there, Psalm 32, 5. I do I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Think about that, Selah. Verse 6, for this shall everyone that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Father, is this one of these times when you can be found? Surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh unto him. Father, before there are any great waters, sometimes the enemy comes in like a flood. We ask you to call as many to seek the Lord with all their heart. Pour forth of your spirit. Send the Holy Spirit to men conviction. Draw multitudes, multitudes, multitudes. Not just those in the New Jersey Supreme Court. Multitudes in the Valley Decision, Father God, to make the right choices. Those, Father God, that are trying to put in kind of the people in the Supreme Court, kind of about that they may not be qualified, Father God, and I don't know whether they are or not, Father God. I don't know anybody else's heart. I'll have a hard enough time knowing my own. But we ask you to save the souls so they can be saved, Father, in Jesus' name, and save many, many people, Father God, and cause many people that are involved with the FDA that are doing a blind eye to the nanosized particles, Father God, being put into foods, Father God. Why do they need nanosized food particles in food? Can't they be normal-sized food particles or even uh, food additives that don't necessarily have to go past the blood-brain barrier? Why do these things cause not very pleasant things in mice, uh, even with all kinds of digestive issues, Father God, in Jesus' name? There are all kinds of things that they spray on the food that may not be beneficial, from what I've heard, from some of these people who know more about this stuff, a lot more about this stuff than I do, Father God. Some nasty, nasty things that have caused all kinds of things. Father, we ask for your sending the Holy Spirit and your kudabasiddhi, even to send your angels to read the Word of God over those associated with the FDA and other places, Father God, and those in a position of authority who have the ability to turn to the truth, to have a desire to know the truth, Father God, in Jesus' name. You told us what to do. You told us to pay for, to give thanks for all men. We just thank for the human beings that are made in your image, the real human beings. Not the uh, hybrids, and not those that are uh, whatever. But those, if you can deliver any of those that have mixed, whatever DNA, Father God, I don't know. But Father God, to put back at the worst, that Lord put my stuff. You should have that memorized by now. How many years? How many years? How many years? First Timothy chapter two. Father, you get. You said, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. And we give thanks for all men, even those that have been <coughs> led astray by Satan, Father God. We ask you to save the souls that can be saved. For kings and for all that are in authority, may they lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. We pray for all those in our local jurisdictions, not just those in Jacksonville, not all the local jurisdictions, for everyone involved with Miracle in the Church, Miracle Outreach Ministries in Jesus' name, everyone involved with Miracle in the Church globally, Father God, all our local areas, Father we pray for all those in authority, Father God, because that this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. Father, you sent your Son to be the Savior, who will have all men to be saved. And the word there, saved, is sozo. Saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole. And to come to the knowledge of the truth. <clears throat> for there is one God, one true creator God, and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for interceding for each of us. Help, Father God, those at the FDA and other areas, those making decisions about what laws to pass, what laws not to pass, who to put in judicial offices, Father God, to make the right choices, Father. And we ask you to wake up, wake up the body of Christ all over the earth. Even as, I think it might have been Donald Trump's great aunt, Father God, 
we're just praying, the two older ladies, Mr. Peggy and Christine Smith, who I remember that way back 70 years ago, they saw things that were not pleasing going on back then. Nothing like it is now, but still horrific. A lot of people just getting sloshed and drunk all Saturday, couldn't possibly make it to church, weren't interested in going to church. Father, God, give people a hunger and a thirst for righteousness, Lord, because Jesus is the living bread from heaven. And Jesus said, he that cometh to me shall not hunger, and he that believeth in me shall not thirst. And we thank you for the living water. Out of our belly shall flow living water. We thank you for saying the Holy Ghost, Father, to groan through us, pray through us, to lead us in the way you want. He said that the servant of the Lord must not strive. So, Father God, help us not to strive, but help us to intercede for our family members, those that have been bewitched, Father God, those that used to know the truth and they wandered away. You're married to the backslider. Draw them back, Father God. Draw them back, including all the descendants of every believer, Father, and we thank you for doing so. And Satan, you're bound all. Your underlings are perpetually, continually bound. Every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and to destroy. Every one of these uh, perversion spirits associated with pedophilia, LGBTQ, all the things associated with grooming of children, trying to get them softened up to wonder, oh, yeah, you can just, they just take take a little different hormone here. It'll, it'll change everything. Oh, yes, it would. It would change quite a bit. Father God, we ask you, Father God, for your divine help. Satan, you're bound. Every one of your lying, demonic spirits taking to kill, steal, and destroy, trying to keep people from receiving what they've worked for, trying to cause people to to uh, have their, their funds and their life saving taken away from them, like the banks tried to do in Canada, Father God, during the truckers demonstration, Father God, a very peaceful demonstration. People there in Canada were turning to the Lord, fulfilling that, that prophecy, beginning of the fifth, fulfilling of that prophecy. We thank you for all the other truckers, all the other convoys all over the earth, including in Europe and the United States. And when that, we know, Father God, we haven't seen the end of all this, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for waking up the body of Christ. Satan, you're bound to all your underlings bound, every spirit seeking to kill, still and destroy bound from our position, seed in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, Jesus according to put up a book today. Ephesians chapter two, verse six, the end of Psalm ninety one, because he set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I'll set him on high because he hath known my name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. We're safe in you, Lord Jesus. And from that position, way above all the little demons down there in the second heavens and in the bush and the deep, we command there be no further flow of power communication from all the demons in the bush and the deep and the second heavens to all those people in authority, those that will be in authority in every area, not just the FDA, not just those cut about at the New Jersey Supreme Court, not just those making decisions about Disney, whether they can have their own little independent kingdom, not subject to the laws of Florida. We bind every demonic spirit of mind control. All the mind control spirits are bound. Every spirit of Leviathan, Kundalini, Asmodeus, Osmodeus, Incubus, Succubus, every perverse spirit, all the marine spirits are bound. Every ungodly spirit is bound. Whatever you bind, every spirit named or not named, all spirits from ungodly soul ties, all ungodly infatuation, every ungodly spirit from, from insanity, mass insanity, generational insanity, every ungodly spirit behind Sexual confusion and confusion in general are perpetually, continually bound. God is not the author of confusion, but of peace in all the churches of the saints in Jesus' name. Satan, you and all your underlings perpetually, continually bound. Thank you, Father, for sending your warning angels to fight for all of your children and all the little children and all the ones coming into the body of Christ, because we know they're more with us than with them, according to Second Kings. 6.16 and following. We thank you, Father, for that. We thank you, Father, for not leaving us as orphans. Thank you for the spirit of adoption. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for going through us. And thank you, Holy Ghost, for coming to teach us and to remind us of what Jesus said. And Jesus said, Peace give I unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I thank you, Father God, for the beautiful spring weather. 
I thank you, Father God, whatsoever things are lovely, think on these things. We need to think about the things that are absolutely astonishing, that Jesus would come to earth to bleed and die for a wretch like me, and I was a wretch. I was selfish. I thank you, Father God, if you're able to get a hold of my heart, you can get a hold of a lot of other people's hearts. You got a hold of Pat Holiday, and she's had people talk to her that, oh, you're one of the most arrogant people that they've ever, ever met. If you can humble her, Lord, if you can humble me, I know it's a process. But if we thank you, Father, we choose to also humble ourselves. We humble ourselves the best, we humble ourselves by bowing down before you.